Today on The Breakdown, the curious case of David Oppenheim and Tom Durdwan in a curiosity-killed-the-cat type of scenario, perhaps, in a very strange but intriguing hand. It's a cash game hand. It's a lot of money. It's a weird hand. We think you're going to be curious about it, too. We're going to get all into that right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. So, I think you're saying there's something curious about the way the hand is played. Uh, I'm saying, you know, it's interesting. Which one of them is aging backwards? Clearly, it's David Oppenheim. Yeah, because I've seen him. He looks kind of shitty. In the, oh, I can't say that. You know He's, what? He looked bad. And you know then, what? I, maybe that's incorrect. Tom Dwan is the one who's... Oh, no. Tom Dwan's not looking better. No. So, David Oppenheim, for all I know, has always him. looked this bad. I haven't seen him. So Dwan is clearly getting older and, <laughs> and looking worse. <laughs> Even in this show, he's uh, like looking a little worn. Well, this is like the, this is one of them on YouTube where we found kind of a high quality HD version. That's so that true. might be a factor there. Really good point, actually. Those it's like it's like 4K. It's beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is. And uh, why can't they all be like that? But we we have to scrounge YouTube for so many 360p videos. It's awful. Right. I don't know that our the listeners care. They care. Our plight is real. <laughs> okay. You know where there's no plight, only happiness? Yes. Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. I was going to go with Candyland. Oh, well, Candyland and Nitrogen Sports Poker Room are both subsidiaries of a bigger corporation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, though, is of those two, the place that it's better to play online poker. That's for sure, Grant. And not only can you play online poker there, you can play with the poker guys because we're going to be twitching out our play. By the time you're hearing this, it's already happening, people. Yeah. Yeah, so check out our Twitter. We are at Two Poker Guys. We'll be informing you on Twitter when we will be playing on Twitch. I yep. am uh, the Poker Guys underscore Grant, and Jonathan is the Poker Guys underscore Jonathan. We have separate Twitch accounts, and we'll be playing Poker Guys exclusive sit and goes. Use the link in the description when you sign up in order to play those sit and goes with us. Um, check out our Twitter and just make sure you have your notifications on, and we'll let you know when those are happening. Yeah, and of course, use the link in the description also to get access to exclusive free rolls. Yep. And I don't know, maybe some other cool stuff. I mean, in the future, Nitrogen comes up with cool promotions all the yeah. time. So in the future, they might come up with exclusive stuff based on the people who sign up through they us. They try and reward our peeps. Yeah. So they're going to keep coming up with stuff, we would guess anyway. Right. Of course, uh, it's Bitcoin only, which is great because it means lightning fast withdrawals. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. It's really good. So you'll be able to see us on Twitch. You can log on to Nitrogen, try to find us. Um, we have special avatars, kind of like the old Full Tilt days. It looks kind of right. like us if we got punched in the face a bunch. And got really, like, Benjamin Button opposite Benjamin Button. <laughs> so we just got older yeah. and bad. Like, we look bad. Yeah. I look terrible. But you look bad, too. Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's, that's the nature of the type of avatar it is. It's true. Chris Ferguson always looked pretty bad. I remember that. Well, he is bad on the inside and yeah. the outside. Heart made of coal, that guy. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. It depends on what kind of coal. Clean coal, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on from that. This, uh, uh, this hand was suggested on Twitter by Bridge. Yeah, the name of the person is Bridge. Yeah, Bridge. He recently followed us. I'm assuming it's a he. Actually, maybe it's a she. Yeah. It. Maybe it's an it. Why am I being so gender whatever? Or yeah, human I mean, speciesist? also a bridge, a bridge itself is, is not, I don't think it has gender. No, of course not. Yeah, it's just a thing that you walk or drive on. It's an object. Yeah, built by engineers. Sometimes. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully the bridges you're going on are built by engineers. Yeah. But it was suggested on Twitter. Uh, we are, of course, at Two Poker Guys, the number two poker guys. If you have a hand for the breakdown, you want to suggest it, tweet it at us, include a YouTube link, timestamp that puppy. It's not hard to do, and we will often do it. Right. And so this hand is from the old glory days back before 
Black Friday in 2011, back mm. when they had the old Full Tilt-sponsored Poker After Dark cash games, which were always great so lineups. Good. This was a 400-800 game with a lot of big names. You had Ivy, Antonius, Tuan. That's all you need, really, right? Elezra, Oppenheim. Yeah. Somebody else. Some other guy. Hanson, Negrano, who knows? Some one of those guy. fellas. Antonio, one of those peeps. One of the fellas. Yeah. All right, so... It is a high-stakes cash game, and the pots get big. And you're going to see this pot gets big. Big. Yep, nice word. All right. So this hand opens with Phil Ivey. He's plus two. They are, of course, six-handed, as all Poker After Dark shows are in 400-800. And there's probably an ante as well, I would guess. Probably. Let's assume there's a $100 ante, but who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ivey opens with a seven off, plus two. Seems a bit ambitious, but they're six-handed. I mean, plus two, that means you're in the cutoff, right? Yep. It's not that bad. Hijack. Plus right. two? Six-handed? You're in the cutoff. Oh, he's plus one. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't open A7 off there. I would definitely fold it, but I'm not Phil Ivey and whatever. I can't, I can't blame him. Right. Tom Dwan is plus two, and he also does a thing that is loose and calls with king five of diamonds. I mean, I don't like it. No, that seems bad, right? I don't care if we're deep. I don't like it. you got all these people behind us. It's, you're up against these great players. We're not even on the button. Like, come on, man. Dwan is just a very active player. Are you like, when Phil Helmut did this, when Phil Helmut did this, we kind of killed him for it. Yeah. Dwan deserves to be killed for this, too. He should yeah, be playing. This is this a hand. bad call. Yeah. Um, you can rebet it if you yeah. want, but you shouldn't just flat. They're all very deep. By the way, we don't know the stack sizes, but we know they won't factor and that they're very deep. Okay. All right, so he makes this call with King Five of Diamonds. Don't love it. L.A. Lezzer's in the small blind. He makes probably the most reasonable preflop decision in this hand. He calls King Ten off in the small blind, which is not amazing, but I think it's better than the other two decisions. Maybe it's about as good as Phil's decision. Yeah, it's not amazing. I, I don't know if it's great. It's okay. If they're deep enough, I guess it's okay. They have to be really deep to make this call profitable, I think. I think they're pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, as long as they have like 150, 200 blinds, it's, you can call here. Generally, it just feels like these guys all really just want to play. Exactly. They just want to play the pot. I mean, Ellie's got pretty bad reverse implied odds and is out of position. But you yeah. can make straights in two pairs, and as long as you don't play a big hand without that, it doesn't have to be too bad. It doesn't have to be. Um, now we're on to David Oppenheim in the big blind who has two nines. He's got a, an actual hand here. This is the first real hand of the, <laughs> the game. Yeah, so standard would definitely be to flat. You could reasonably flat, but you could reasonably three bet two to thin the field. It depends on how you're playing this hand. Are you playing to set mine, or are you playing to try and win? Right. Like, if you're playing to win, you should three bet, right? I mean, in a standard spot, if these guys weren't Ivy and Dwan and Alezra, their ranges would be far tighter, and I'd be a little bit afraid to three bet when it's so easy just to put in a couple chips in the pot and see what happens. I agree. But a guy like Dwan is almost always going to three bet his strong hands. A guy like Alezra is almost always going to three bet his strong hands anyway. So we really just have to get through Phil, right? This is true for almost anyone anyway. Yeah, but most of the time. Mostly just have to get through Phil. If we think Phil's opening a lot, which he clearly is. This, is, this has got to be a profitable play. Right. So Oppenheim does decide to raise. Mm -hmm. uh, over the 2500 it is a cash game, so the sizes get a bit bigger. He makes it 15K. Yep. That's big. He's definitely trying to either win or get heads up here. Right. This is yeah. an, I think this is the heads up play. I mean, obviously, he's happy to take it down right now. There's $10,000 in the pot or near, nearing 10K. I mean, he's certainly aware of their wide ranges to make this play. Of course. Yeah. Of course. If he thought Ivy was playing tight, he would not do this. Right. But if Ivy's clearly Ivy is not. He's opening a seven off from plus one. Yeah. And the other two guys shouldn't be a threat. So I got to believe no if bigs. evil man Howard Letterer was in Phil Ivey's spot instead, Oppenheim would probably flat. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, Ivy folds his A7 off. Seems like the only choice here. Yep. Dwan makes another bad call. He I calls with king five of diamonds. I don't know. I mean, he gets to be in position the rest of the hand because Ellie's in the small blind. So he's yeah. guaranteed that. But I mean, how deep do you have to be effectively to make this an okay call? I don't know. 
I mean, Oppenheim is the type of guy, I remember back when he was on TV sometimes, not a ton, he was never on a ton, we've never done an Oppenheim hand before, but he was on sometimes, he was a, he was a, li- a bit loosey-goosey, so he could have some bluffs here, especially in a squeeze spot. I mean, if you feel like Oppenheim's squeezing a lot, that's a reason to call with some hands, I just don't know, this is like a hand that should have been called for 2500 let alone 15000 I, I know, now we've put that's in... That's the thing. We've put in so many chips, we've put in like nearly 20 blinds with king five suited... And, you know, well, in some ways we're like saying like you'd want to be really deep, but if you're really deep and you make a flush and you get it all in, you might be dead. Yeah. Like Oppenheim's raising range includes his ace, queen of diamonds. Obviously right. includes a lot of other hands too, but like if you make a flush, it's unlikely he's, you're going to get a lot of chips out of him, but he may get a lot of chips out of you if he's got you. Not that he's going to have you very often. It's not that you have to be terrified of that, but when you're super, super deep, it's, it's another consideration when you're playing a hand you probably shouldn't be playing anyway. I mean, this this call makes Oppenheim's raise look better, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can get value from a lot of hands, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't understand what Duan's doing pre-flop in this hand. It's possible that his sushi hasn't gotten there yet. He's just really hungry and he isn't thinking right. I mean, if he, th- I guess he just thinks, like, I can outplay David Oppenheim when I'm in position. I mean, that just has to be it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, what else could he be possibly doing here? I have two suited cards. I'm Tom Duan. I don't fold that ever for some reason. I'm not interested in folding. Yeah. And um, I, I think I'm better than this guy. So whatever. I'm just going to play my hand. I can play really, really well against him. We're deep. I can take advantage of him in lots of ways. I have, I'm in position. And money means nothing to me, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like you said, I think I'm better than the sky. Oh, because I said this guy yeah, all but that, quickly. But yeah. That's a pretty cool thing to say, though. Yeah, I think I'm better than the sky. You know, it's funny. There was a book a long time ago called "Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy," and it's about mis- misheard song lyrics. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like the opposite of yeah. that mistake. Yeah. Better than the sky. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like that. I, I hear that. I get it. Good. Yeah. Excellent anecdote. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So Ellie folds. That seems like the right play. It's eight ninety five on Amazon. That book. Good to know. Yeah. Click the Poker Guys affiliate link. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have an Amazon no, affiliate. No, moving on. <laughs> All right. So Ellie folds. Uh, so we're heads up. For some reason, Tom Dwan is still in this pot. Right. Oppenheim should have just won preflop. That's yep. what should have happened. But Tom Dwan should have lost $0 or, or maybe the ante, the $100 ante. And that's it in this hand. But, but we're already down 15 k Hey, but he's given us the opportunity to do a breakdown, right? You know what? And he is Tom Dwan. Yeah. He so does we love interesting him. stuff. Yeah. All right. So it's 36000 in the pot after all of the preflop action. Tom Dwan's got king five of diamonds for some reason, and David Oppenheim's got two red nines. Yeah. The flop is pretty bad for both of them. I would say Dwan is probably happier with the flop than Oppenheim. It's a jack of spades, ten of spades, five of clubs. So Dwan at least pairs his terrible hand. So it's like, oh, I got a thing. I mean, they both have a thing. Yeah, but nines are not great on this board. Not but Oppenheim's the one who's got the, the better range, pre. So I don't yeah. know if I agree with you. I mean, Oppenheim doesn't have hands like king-queen very or jack often. jack-ten. But he does have jack-jack, you know, ten-ten, ace-ace, king-king, queen-queen. Yeah. He has all those hands. Those hands are play pretty well. He has ace-queen of spades and king-queen or ace-king of spades also. Yeah, I mean, but when you have two nines, you don't want to see this flop in a three-bet pot. Right. When you have king-five, you're not loving this flop either. I'm saying There's not many flops you do love with right. king-five, which is why you probably shouldn't be doing the things Dom Dwan is doing with king-five. It's hard to argue your point there. All right. So, okay, moving on. No one, no one loves this flop is the point, right? Right. But as far as what we perceived our hand to be pre-flop versus now, Dwan is fine. moved upwards and yes. Oppenheim's moved downwards. Right. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Bam. Is done. Okay. So... What do you do now as Oppenheim? This is a kind of a crappy spot. It's hard to figure out what's optimal. Yeah. It's hard to 
feel good at all because this is we don't have we have like a backdoor straight draw, but we don't block anything. We just have two red nines on a jack ten five two spade board. We've just three bet to a very large amount and gotten called by a crazy kid. It's a good question. I'm not sure what we're supposed to do as Oppenheim. Actually, this is like of our range. There's a bunch of our range, which this is pretty good for this board. Um, but there's a bunch of our range which just kind of solidly misses. Also, we're not going to have nines that often when we're three betting, right? We're going to have hands like ace king, aces, queens, um, ace king of spades, and the other ace kings, of course, as well. We're going to have the sets. We probably have enough value that we can continue here, actually. I guess. I'm I mean, just thinking about it from a board point of view. All right. So we have ace king of spades. We have ace queen of spades. I don't know for sure if we have ace queen of spades. I guess we have nines. We can have ace queen yeah, of spades. Let's, let's give him ace queen of spades. Okay. Cool. We have all the sets of jacks and all the sets of tens. Yep. Probably no fives. No sets of fives, I would guess. No, I wouldn't think so. And we have all the over pairs. Yes. That's a decent amount of value. Right. That's what I was saying. We yeah. don't expect any of the open enders with flush draws because those are probably flats. Seems very unlikely. Yeah. So, yeah, that's plenty of value. And there isn't that many bluffs, really. We could have ace, king, ace queen and ace king for bluffs. Which are kind of just semi-bluffs. Right. We yeah. can still get there and stuff. Like, we, if we checked, we would check call most of the time, I would yeah. think. Especially if we had one spade in our hand. It would be a really easy check call. Right. Um, and there isn't much else we can really have, right? We can have, I guess we can have some weird air hands like six, seven of diamonds or something. It just feels like such an easy call preflop with those hands. Yeah, I agree. So like seven, four of diamonds. Nope, seven, three of diamonds. A hand that you feel like you really can't call with isn't good enough to call with, but... I don't know. It's it, there's not much. There's not much, not many bluffs here. So that's a reason to bet. Right. This is like have, actually one of the worst hands we're going to show. Yeah, up we with. have very near the bottom of our range. It seems like there's the the few ace highs that have better equity. Yeah, I'd, ra- better I'd equity, rather I'm sorry. I'd rather have those hands. Those hands, yeah, those hands play better. Yeah, let's say it. Let's put it that way. Right. I'd rather have ace king or ace queen here for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, so we're, yeah, we're probably supposed to bet. Yeah, because we have a ton of value here. Uh, we can get we can get value from um worse hands too for sure like all there's a lot of draws right now we can get back yeah, from those that's true Dwan's advantage here is that he has all of the combo draws instead of just the ace king and ace queen of spades and he has jack 10 which oppenheim doesn't really i mean tom doesn't have the ace king of spades very often but no. sometimes maybe yeah but besides that yeah he has everything else for right. sure and he has the jack 10s which right. oppenheim doesn't but he doesn't have two and jacks set, very often but he does have the fives two fives he has two fives. He doesn't have two jacks very often, and sometimes he has two tens, right? Yeah. He can have two jacks once in a while. So they actually both have similar amounts of value hands, but Oppenheim has far fewer bad hands. Exactly. Oppenheim's range is much stronger than yeah. Dwan's, even though they have similar amounts of value. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So Oppenheim betting is interesting, and it I think it's probably right just because of that. Yep. I mean, also, Oppie, it's Opie, right? They call him yeah. Opie, even though it's Oppenheim. Uh, Opie also... Has top has the nuts much much more often than Dwan does, and so that's another thing just to keep in mind. The thing that's weird about betting here is we actually have a hand with value, so it sort of gets like weird and ugly really quickly. If if Dwan raises one of his combo draws, I mean we yeah. block we block some of the combo draws too, right? Not the combo draws. No, not the combo draws, just the straight draws, yeah. right? Block queen nine and nine ten. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. I think we're supposed to bet because of a, the range thing, but. There is that, but at the same time, it's not a game theory disaster, but it's close when we bet. I right? agree. Like, I think Dwan might consider folding out eight, folding eights some of the time here. He'd probably call once. Probably call once, but it's okay. So, we can sometimes give value from a flopped five, a pair of sixes, sevens, or eights, maybe. Yeah. But that's not the intent of this bet. We're just trying to protect mostly against whatever Dwan has. Yeah. And define the hand a little bit. Because Dwan's maybe? never folding a better hand. There are zero better hands that Dwan folds. No chances. If he, he has 10 deuce suited for some reason, which, he's calling. Yeah, he's going to call. 100%. Yeah, which is the one pit better hand. Yeah. So, so, right now, yeah. So, it's mostly just protecting equity, 
our equity in the hand or yeah. denying equity to Duan Which or is charging. Not, charging. Not exactly a fun spot to be in. Especially out of position. But it's maybe like, so many bad cards come on the turn if we get called here that we just have to check fold, and that sucks. Maybe the range advantage thing is enough to make it okay. I think it probably is. Like, three betting is such a strong play, and then you get two Broadway cards. Because if we check, like, I guess we could just check fold on the flop after. I mean, that we're seems, probably going to have to do that. That seems we? crappy. We're I, just going to have to give I up. Guess, I, I don't know. So if you don't want to give up in this pot, you probably have to bet it. Are we going to hero two? St- we can't hear hero two streets yeah. with this. Yeah, the other options aren't so enticing. If Duan checks back, maybe we can bet the turn sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of bad cards. So yeah. many bad cards on the turn for two nines. Right. So I just don't know. I mean, I, I hate all of the options, honestly. So we might as well bet and include some fold equity with our bad option instead of check and give him a chance to have fold equity. Yep. All right. So Oppenheim bets 18K. Okay. Half the pot. It's a little bit small based on this board. Like, let's pretend for a second we had two aces here. Would we really bet half the pot? I don't know if we would. Yeah, in a cash game, we might bet like 24K or something. Yeah, I think we'd bet bigger because so many draws are there. And we can get so much value from all of... Dwan has so many jacks and so many tens in his range here. Yeah, he's going to call the same. He's going to call with all those anyway. So maybe maybe Opie is actually balanced in betting this amount either way, but I doubt it. Honestly, it just seems like very few cash game players are going to bet half the pot on this board in this spot. Yeah, I agree. Makes me wonder if he actually is as weak as he seems and the answer is yes turns he out this cer- time he, is. he certainly is so uh, it'd be interesting to watch other cash game hands with him to see if he always uses the sizing or not all right so what do you think duan should do i mean obviously we shouldn't be here but now we've flopped right. bottom pair with king five jack ten five two spade board we have king five of diamonds we yeah bet into in this three bet pot i mean once we call preflop with this hand we kind of have to call once we get a piece right we're obligated to call at least yeah. once here we're in position to we're just obligated to call. We can actually fold out better hands later in the hand sometimes if he has two sevens or two nines, actually, just like he has. Like, he bets, we call. The turn is a million cards that he has to check. And then we bet, and he folds. And sometimes we have the best hand and we bet. Sometimes he has, he has the best hand and we bet, and he folds. It's like, fine. We can also improve. Yeah. We're just, we're just stuck to the pot, at least for this street. Yeah, but usually we're going to end up losing the pot, right? Yep. It feels that way. That's why we, it's, we, I guess we, we're glad to be deep, so that way if we improve... We have that going for us. It's not a great spot. This is such a bad spot to be in. Yeah. We shouldn't be in this spot. Oppenheim is in a bad spot, but he's allowed to be in it. Right. Duan is in a bad spot, and he messed up to be here. Uh, yeah. Oppenheim's in this spot where it's like there's a lot of bad choices, so I'm just going to pick one and hope it works out. And yeah. usually betting is like often a good decision when you don't know what to do. Like, right. Because someone may fold, and you can just win that way. But, uh, but yeah, Duan never had to be here, man. Never did. All right. So... Dwan calls. Now the pot's $72,000, and it's not WPT dollars. Right. It's real U.S. dollars. Yeah. So that's that's kind of nuts. That's like a to, lot of money. I'd like to win the pot and then buy a very nice car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Or, you know, just feed yourself for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like several months. Well, how much do you eat? It's not how much. It's the I just eat very, very expensively. Oh, the gold, gold-laden desserts and such? <laughs> you know, if you want to eat, you know, python... That's expensive, bro. Do you want to eat python? Well, it's either that or the python eats you, okay? I don't think that's how it is because I've never eaten python, and a python has never eaten me. Well, is that the true? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay. I'm just going to let that hang there and let the audience decide. Okay, they can decide. You be the judge, audience, on that one. Okay. Hashtag python wins. (laughs) (laughs) Python wins. (laughs) All right. So the flop was jack-10-5, two spades. And uh, went back call. The turn now is the queen of clubs. Yep. It brings a second club. Yep. It's a it's a pretty wet card. 
the old queen of clubs. It really is pretty darn wet. It makes both these guys open-enders because, of course, Opie's got his pocket nines. Yep. And, of course, Dwan now with his king, suddenly it's looking a little bit better. Got right. a little more equity. So does this card give Dwan a range advantage now because he turned two pair and Oppenheim never did? I'm not sure because all the ace kings got there and the ace queens got there now for, for Opie. That is the one thing. Like yeah. almost all of Opie's I don't have anything range just got there. Except for nines. <laughs> which already was there and yeah. then picked up equity. Yeah. Right? And we don't even know for sure that he would bet nines if we're Dwan, right? Right. We wouldn't think a lot of the time. You wouldn't expect him to show up with nines yeah. too often compared to all these other hands. Right. right. Like ace king feels much more likely. Ace queen feels more likely. Those are all hands that are in pretty good shape. The advantage this. for Dwan is that he has queen 10 and queen jack in his range and Oppenheim doesn't. True. But yeah. Oppenheim's got tens and jacks in his range much more so, and he's got ace king in his range much more so. And two queens. Yeah, and by the way, ace king is the nuts, so it's really hard to raise it if you're Tom, even if you have two pair. Right. If he ships on you, you just, what do you, I mean, I guess you just have to raise fold. That's horrible. You don't want to do that. So you just got to call, I think. I think we're forced to, I don't know what we're supposed to be able to raise with with Tom in this spot if, if Opie bets again. Right. Okay, so let's, um, let's, let's take, a step, the nuts let's take a step back here and get into Oppenheim's head here. Okay. Um, so Tom has called the flop. Yeah. What types of hands do we think he has now that we're on the turn? Do we think betting is a good idea? Because betting now is essentially a bluff. It's like we picked up an open ender, but it's not a good open ender. Let, let's talk about it. So Duan has spades for sure. Right. So we want to fold out those sometimes. If or, he has, or get value from them. We don't want to give like him six, seven of spades or something. We don't want to give him a free shot yeah. at the spades, number one. Uh, there aren't very many straights that Duan can have because we have we block nine ten. So that's pretty great. Eight nine, you mean? We block eight nine as well. Well, yeah. we block nine ten as well. Too, we right? do, but, that's but not it's not straight. well. But we still block it. Yeah, no, you're right. We block eight nine, and Duan almost never has ace king. Right. We absolutely can have ace king. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else does Duan potentially have? He can have those two pair of hands. He can also have one pair of hands. Um, ace ten, ace jack, very king, reasonably. King jack. King jack. King queen. King queen. King ten, I guess too. Yeah. Those are all absolutely reasonable. Um, he can have 10-9 suited, although it's hard since we have two nines in our hand. 10-8 suited. 10-8 suited as well. Yep. Those are things he can have. Okay. Um, but we don't think Duan usually has top two after he just calls the flop, right? Jack-10 or a set of fives. Not very often, no. Because Duan's going to want to have a raising range, and so that would be a good part to include in the value side. Absolutely, because Duan will raise his combo draws here. We've yeah. seen him do it before in this spot right? against Barry Greenstein. So if, Dom, if Duan has two pair or better, it's because he turned it. It's not because he flopped it. Right. I think that's right. I think Duan would just put a raise in right away with Jack-10, hoping to get a lot of action, and let's go. Right. So our main concerns are Queen-10, Queen-Jack, King-Queen, which is definitely not going to fold if we bet the turn. Certainly not. Yeah. Uh, King-Jack is definitely not going to fold if we right. bet the turn. king Ten's probably not going to fold if we bet it's the calling. turn. It's called. Yeah. Uh, and 8-9, which we block. Right. Yeah. So we're not too worried about 8-9. It's the hands that make two pair or the pair and now open under. Those are the hands. Like Dwan actually has. He just has a different one than all of those. Do you think Dwan ever shows up with King-Nine king of clubs where he flopped the gut shot and the backdoor flush draw? I mean, I guess it's possible. I mean, he he showed up with king five of diamonds, so the answer yeah. is yes, right? Right. He shows up with it, but it's pretty rare. Also, yeah. the king nine of clubs, we don't have the nine of clubs in our hand, I guess. No, we have two red nines. Okay. Um, it's possible, but it's unlikely, right? Right. And it, No, it's a king of clubs. No, it's a queen of clubs on the turn, of yes. course. It can't be a king of clubs. Um, 
I mean, sure, but it's only one combo. Yeah, uh, and we don't think he has King Nine of Spades because we think that's in his raising range on the flop. King Nine of Spades. Yeah, I think it is. I think he's just happy to say whatever. We're going to run it more multiple times anyway. What do I care? Let's go. Okay, but there are a lot of hands that if we decide to bet as Oppenheim, which by now it's kind of a bluff, and I guess it's kind of a set your price for the river thing if Oppenheim decides to bet. Um, but there's a lot of hands Dwan will call with, which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah. Especially because Oppenheim decides to bet, and he bets 29K into 72K. Into 72? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's less than half the pot? Yeah. Now he's not even folding out the five high spade draw or the four high spade no. draw. I, I'm really surprised it's so small. That seems just wrong. Yeah. I mean, he's repping so weak. It's almost like he's got the ace king of spades. He's repping so weak. Right. It's like either he's got he's got it yeah. and he just wants to roll or I don't know what he's doing. This feels like a weird blocking bet, which is, like, which is what it turns out it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I have to believe if he had a stronger hand, he would have bet bigger on the flop or the turn. Because I mean, this flop and turn both hit Dwan so heavily. I mean, you can get more value. Let's pretend you have ace-king of diamonds here in your OP. Like, you have to bet a lot more than this, don't you, on the turn? You can't just let him realize this yeah. so cheap in position against At the you, same especially. time as getting value from all of those hands I mentioned that are going to call. Right. Like, how much? 29? Yeah. Yeah, let's bet, like, 50. 45, 50, yeah, 49, something like that. So that way, Dwan can't just call easily but we either get value or we fold out something that has a lot of equity against us fine those are fine and we're happy to get it in right now but we don't want him to just flat and then there's so many bad cards now like half the deck more than half the deck is tough for us right i think this bet is bad i don't think yeah just because of the sizing i think we're supposed to check i think this is a really bad card for us and we're supposed to check i mean he is specifically doing this as you said, to set his price, right? He's trying to pay a small amount to get there. He thinks if he checks, he's going to have to pay more. And he's he's decided he isn't folding. It's not even like a good draw though. It's not, it's not something that's so special to try to realize. Like when the, if a King comes, yeah, I mean, of course that's not very good. We have to check. Yeah. I guess we're going to check call, right? I guess, but it's it's just not good enough. I mean, just think about the range we just laid out. Duan's calling with King 10. He's calling with King Jack. He's calling with King Queen. He's calling with Queen 10. He's calling with Queen Jack. He's calling with 8 9. Yeah. He's call- I mean like Okay, well the the only way this could ever be good is if you have a plan to keep firing, right? To like to turn your hand into a bluff. Cuz otherwise right. I agree, it's not going to work out. He's never folding those hands. That's a ton of hands. Well, it's not you have to turn your hand into a bluff yeah. like on the river, on the assuming river. assuming you have to hope they don't improve. Yeah. Yeah, you need a safe card to come and then fire away and hope to one and now you're trying to fold out those things rather than trying to get value from some of those other things. I think we're supposed to give up on this card. I think you're probably right. This is bad. Yeah. By the way, Dwan might check it back sometime. Dwan's going to check back. I guess the problem is every time Dwan checks back, we're probably in trouble. We're going to lose. Unless he has a spade draw and he's trying to get a free card. Yeah. But he because might just Oppenheim, decide that. I mean, I don't know what Oppenheim's true checking range is, but I would assume it's a pretty wet board. He could check ace-queen sometimes, stuff like that, just yeah. to try to keep it cheap. So he Dwan could. might not want to bet his flush draws because Oppenheim would then have a lot of check calls in his range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not crazy. And his, his aces and his kings, those might be check calls. They might be. They might be. It's not unreasonable. It's because you don't block as I guess kings block things, yeah. but um, aces don't. Uh, yeah, that might be check calls. But you might also just fire again because you don't want to give away the free card. True. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's going to do there. The queen is a really bad card for pocket aces. Yep. And pretty bad for pocket kings. It's not a great spot. Yeah. not a great, At least pocket kings are open-ended. Right. So we liked... The, the aspect of Oppenheim's bet on the flop that we liked was how he didn't have very many bad hands, and he had a lot of hands that you would bet on this flop all the time, and he had one of the worst hands of those, so it's okay. I think it's really changed now, and I think the opposite is true. 
because he he's he has a lot of hands that are scared of this card. Yeah, and it's and Duan and the reason they're scared of this card is because Duan has so many hands that just improved or will not fold now. Okay, let's play devil's advocate for a second, though. Okay. We can bet small and try and realize our, realize our equity in a small way. We're almost never going to get raised because we can have the nuts and Dwan almost can't. And we can decide to turn our hand into a bluff later because we can have the nuts and Dwan can't, assuming that a safe card comes on the river, which will happen like 40% of the time. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, and by the river, if, if these types of hands don't improve, then we can fold out the king jacks and king tens. Right. We don't exactly. expect Duan has king five suited, which he does. Like right. we're not putting him on that. No, we're never trying to fold out a lone five because we don't care about that. Yeah, right? we don't mind a five being around. No, it's fine. Yeah, but it's that. Yeah, it's that. Opie feels like he can't check call here, so he's betting instead because he doesn't want to fold. So he's betting. It's keeping it cheaper. He can, he preserves a tiny bit of fold equity too, not a lot, but a tiny bit. And uh, like if Duan has ace five, he's going to fold, right? If Duan has. Although, sure, why but do we like, want to fold them? I yeah, mean, we don't want to fold that out. No, we don't. Yeah, that's a problem. Maybe we think we can fold out some weird 10s. 10-7 suited. Can we fold out 10-7 suited right now? Maybe. Yes, we can fold out 10-7 and 10-8 suited. Whoop-de-doo. That's it. Yeah. That's not very good. That's why we're going to need to like have a plan to keep firing, I guess. We can fold out Jack-8 suited, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. They might still call. Still got a gut shot, too. Maybe, yeah. It might, it might just stick around. It's hard to know. It's questionable. Said, you ain't falling out jack eight of clubs, I'll tell you that. Nope. You sure not. Nope. But the other three Or ten eight of clubs. The or other, ten seven of clubs. Right, the other two jack eights though you can fold out. Great. So there's something. That's two combos. <laughs> it's not it's I don't I mean, this is a very strange bet and it's hard to justify it. But this is this is what I can do. You have to have a plan of um I'm trying to get there cheap and I'm trying to get to the river cheap and if I get called, I'm probably gonna have to fire again because I'm no my hand is no good, right? Uh, it's just my hand is clearly no good. I'm getting called by tens and I jacks just don't all like day. the whole concept of trying to get to the river cheap with this hand. I understand completely. Like one half of the open ender that comes in for you sucks. Like it's not that great. Yeah. And and then now any black card is bad. Is bad. And we don't block any spades or clubs. So we can make a straight and still have the worst it's hand. It's okay just to lose a hand or hope that Dwan checks checks back sometimes. Like we decided to play this hand to win from jump, and we're still trying to win it. I mean, barely, I, I would, barely though, barely because we're not betting enough to just like if if Oppenheim bets a lot on the turn, Duan might fold. He's yeah. open ended, but he might just fold anyway. Yeah, but he bets twenty nine k into seventy two, and now Duan with his exact hand, which is one of the worst hands you expect Duan to show up with, maybe the worst. <laughs> he can't fold because he's turned the open ender and he has a pair. Yeah, I it's, guess I guess worse spade draws are prob- probably worse. I don't yeah. even know what's worse, but yeah, like Duan is sort of obligated to call in position against this guy, just obligated. I guess you could have like five six suited with no draw and fold that. Okay, but who cares if he folds that? We're ahead of that. As exactly, Oppenheim. exactly. I mean, we want him to fold the king five suited. Because he has plenty of equity against us. Right. But we don't mind getting called by that either, though. We don't, yeah. we don't hate it. We don't hate getting called by it, but I mean, we, we'd prefer Opie, a fold. Opie, as it turns out, is playing this hand if the cards were faced up perfectly, but but he can't see what Duan has because so, Duan's not supposed to have this Duan hand. Duan has way too many hands that can call here that yeah. are better than nines. I agree. And Duan also is capable of putting in weird raises and stuff, which are just going to blow us off. Are the spot? But maybe we don't. Maybe we don't mind getting blown off this spot for Opie anyway. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Maybe we just think because we can have the nuts and Duan basically can't. Yeah. That maybe Duan just can't put in a raise. Is Duan even going to fold Ace Ten here? When I mean Ace Ten is probably worse than King Five versus Oppenheim's range. Is, mu- oh, because it's so cheap. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's close. He would fold for a 50K bet for sure with Ace-10, you would think. I think if we had the Ace of Spades or the Ace of Clubs, we could consider calling because we'd have the Nut Blocker sometimes yeah. for a quarter of the deck beyond right. the fact we can improve. That would be the only reason. But otherwise, I think we'd have to fold. Yeah. I don't know, but you have a gut shot, and clearly Dwan wants to gamble. Like, what's he? I don't know how he's in this hand anyway, so maybe he's not folding. I just really don't like this bet. I don't like it either. All right, so Dwan decides to call, and I think that's probably the right decision. I think he has to call. Though. Yeah. yeah. Post-flop, Dwan's been making decisions that make sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So now the pot's huge. It's 130000 I mean, come on, guys. What is going on? I don't know. These guys just had too much it should money. It be a tiny, tiny pot. It could have gone check, check on the flop, check, check on the turn. It could yeah. have absolutely checked through on the turn, but it didn't happen that way. All right, what's the river? The river is the three of clubs. It brings the backdoor flush. Yeah. The clubs came on the turn. Um, that's not scaring too many people here. No. Just remind everyone, Opie has pocket nines. He, They're both red. Dwan has the king five of diamonds. Right. And the flop was jack ten five with two spades and one club. The turn was the queen of clubs. The river's a three of clubs. Yep. So now Oppenheim decides... I, I like that he bets here. He does bet. I think this is a... If he's going to bet the turn, I'm glad he's betting the river. I agree. Here's my first question. He bets 57K into 130K. Yeah. Continues his small sizing thing. But he's telling a story. This now. is a much more substantial bet either way. He's telling a he's actually telling a pretty good story. Yeah. I don't like this hand that he's chosen to tell the story with, but the story itself is reasonable. Okay. The story is I have a set, I have ace king, I have aces, I have a good hand. I may not have a, I may have the nuts, I may not, but I've got a good hand. Right. And I'm trying right. to get value from your jack. That's yeah. the story. So this is a bluff. Right. It has we, we have to be, to be a bluff. clear that he's not trying to get called by a worse hand. No, it has to be a bluff. Yes, this is a bluff. So, like I said in the turn, Oppenheim is very rarely folding out Dwan. Like, a lot of Dwan's range is calling the turn. Right. So, what are the hand? where's the cutoff there where Dwan now folds, which he had to call the turn with, but now he folds? I mean, I think Dwan can fold all his one pair of hands pretty much. You think he folds king-queen? That is the exact question I have. Like, king-queen is the really tough spot for Dwan, I What think. about ace-queen? Uh... Well, I guess if I'm not sure about king-queen, then ace-queen is probably a more. Call. I would lean toward that may be the one, one pair hand I call with, but I'd be worried that the best I can do is chop. But those, like the big queens are the question. Yeah. Like, I think you're going to have to call with the two pair hands. Yes. Because um, you have to call with something. So that right. we can call with if that. If one has queen-10 here, he's got to call. Right. And it's just like I lose a lot. But yeah. sometimes you maybe you have aces or ace-queen. Yeah. Right. Um, or kings. And the sizing has been small, so that could be kind of blockerish stuff. Right. Right. It could be. Um so I think we should call with those things. But it's hard to imagine, like, is Oppenheim really betting ace-jack three times? No. And what's he bluffing with? He could be bluffing, actually. He could have just three-bet with a bad hand and been just going for it. Yeah. But usually he'd size it differently if he was doing that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Although it turns out he's bluffing and he's not sizing it differently. So maybe he's, good at, maybe he's just trying to tell a very particular story. It's possible that Oppenheim doesn't really have too many bluffs here at all. He just happens to have one of the like two bluffs. Maybe he has pocket sevens, pocket eights, and pocket nines. Right. You maybe. Know, maybe. Which he is now turning into a bluff just based on the pre-flop and flop story. I mean, I just don't get, though. Like, on the flop, he bets half pot, and on the turn, he bets less than half the pot on super wet boards, which... Yeah. With all the strong hands that he can have there, they would all want to bet more. So I don't know what's... So I'm saying he's telling a good story. The river bet is a good story because now we've triple barreled and it looks yeah. like you have, looks like if Dwan has ace 10 or ace Jack and is still hanging around, he really should fold yeah. and King queen has to strongly think about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how we're really supposed to have hands that are really good 
based on the sizing. The I'm, sizing is the this is the really, key here. It really feels off. It feels off. It does. All right, but let's go back to the discussion we were having a, for a bit. Of, okay. So we said king queen is like the questionable cutoff hand, which means the advantages of this bet, which I think this bet is just better than the turn bet. It's oh, just a better bet. No question. Duan was calling on the turn with king jack. He's now folding king jack. Right. He was calling on the turn with king 10. He's now folding king 10. 100%. Ace-10 and ace-jack, he's probably folding the river if he called the turn with those. If he got there, he's going to fold. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. great. That's good. That's it, right? Yeah, Those are the it. hands we're folding out. That's the, the, unless he folds king-queen. But Right. Maybe we can sometimes fold out a queen, though. There might be some queens we can fold out. Um, could Dwan ever have queen-eight suited? I guess he can. He yeah. could have queen-eight suited exactly, right? Right. And he calls on the flop because he's in position, and he's Tom Dwan, and they're deep. And then he turns a queen, and... Yeah, it's possible anyway, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's likely, but it's possible he could show up with that. So, And maybe we can fold out king-queen and ace-queen sometimes. Maybe, but I don't know. It seems it seems optimistic to target that part of his range, especially ace-queen. Like, let's yeah. not target ace-queen. He's targeting a flopped one-pair hand. Yeah. Like, Dwan often is going to have a 10 and a jack if he's got any decision at all on the river, right? Right. So, like, those are the hands we can fold out. And then sometimes Dwan's got a queen, which we may not, which we may fail to fold out. Okay, that's fine. And the two-pair hands we're going to fail to fold out, we'll assume. And uh, that's it. But we don't get bluffed this way either. That's the one thing. Like, the spades aren't going to bluff us. Here's another thing that sucks. Which we really might have to fold if, this, if we check, though. So Here's that's kind of cool. Another thing that sucks for Oppenheim is I mentioned King Jack and, and King Ten and all those hands. Duan also has those in clubs, by the way. Oh, yeah. Which are, of course, not folding. Well, they're, they're definitely not folding. They're probably raising. There's, there's at least 10-8 of clubs and 10-9 of clubs are in Duan's range as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe 10-7 of clubs. Forgetting about it, of course, ace jack and ace ten of clubs. Yep. So there's a lot of a lot of those hands that we mentioned just by by hand rank. We forgot to say the club versions are there too. Right. And those are not folding. But that's only four combos we just came up with, right? Yeah. So that's it's not too bad. It's not too bad, but it's doesn't help. It does not help. That is correct. I mean, I think. Do you think you should be betting? That's the question, I guess. I think. It's not unreasonable to bet this. I think at this point we sit back, we think, okay, if, if I've got Dwan beat, he's going to bluff me off this pot. If, I've, if he's got me beat, I can bluff him off this pot sometimes. So, like, I'd rather bet and capture all of that. The times, all, all those times I'm going to, like, I basically lose almost 100% of the time if I check. But if I yeah. bet, I'm going to win. So I'm going to win some of the time, and I'm going to sometimes get a better hand to fold. That's not bad. It's a big pot. Like, yeah. taking a shot, and how much does he bet? 52? 57 into 130. So he's giving himself a pretty good price to do it, and it looks strong. Yeah. He can have the nuts. Dwan, oh, not anymore, actually. The ace, ace ex of clubs, actually, either yeah. one of them. Opie has ace, ex of club much more than Dwan does, actually, right? He does. Dwan can have ace, jack, and ace, ten of clubs only. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I right? think that's right. Yeah. Um, so Opie has more, but not very much more, right? He's yeah. got ace, king of clubs. That's it. Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe so. Dwan maybe has an extra combo of clubs that right. Opie doesn't have, actually. How about that? How about that? So that's not great. And Dwan also has 10-8 of clubs, 10-9 of clubs, right. king-10 of clubs, king-jack of clubs. Right. Those are all hands Dwan can have. So that's problematic. All those hands are not going to fold. But to us, like, a call and a raise are the same thing, right? Yeah. Like, so we don't worry about that. It's just to, so, like, but so we're not going to fold out those king-jacks and those king-10s. But we do fold out the other ones. Right. It's close. I, I don't hate the bet because we're, we're actually making it cheap for ourselves, too. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's Probably correct to bet yeah. on, on the river. And, it's a pretty advanced play to bet, I think. And Dwan ends up folding, and that's kind of remedial. Like, I mean, yeah, Dwan, it's absurd for Dwan to call here, yeah. obviously. And it, Opie probably thinks he folded Dwan off a better hand, but it yeah. turns out Dwan played it pretty well. Post-flop. Post-flop, he yeah. did. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very clear fold for Duan. There's, I mean, if Oppenheim is somehow bluffing with a hand that's worse than King Five, like, good, good job, buddy. I like, mean, yeah, you really had to dig deep for that. And yeah. Congrats. Like, fine. Yeah, that's it's okay. Yeah, it's easy fold. Yeah. Um. So to summarize, we don't know what the hell Duan's doing pre-flop. Yep. We question some of Opie's decisions post-flop, especially the turn bet. The turn seems especially weird and whack, but at least he followed through. Like, yeah, the river bet makes the turn bet a little bit better it because does. he followed through. It does. It helps. It's still not great, but at least he followed. Through. We didn't really talk about what he's repping on the river, by the way. Is it mostly just the nuts? I mean, I don't think he's repping ace king of clubs very often, right? He's repping no. Actually, I think he's repping hands like three jacks a lot, though. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think those are clear bets. Sets are still clear bets. He could also. I mean, if he had, let's pretend he had two aces with the ace of clubs. Is he just going to check call the river? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Why would he do anything else, right? Any one pair of hands, any one pair of strong hands. He's, he's repping sets and better. Yeah, I guess he is. He's repping sets, sets he's straights. repping ace-king. Yeah. Those are the main things he's repping, which is not a lot of stuff. No, it's really not. Well, he's betting a, a part of his range you wouldn't expect yeah. on the river. But the problem is it's really hard to hero based on the way this story has been told. You have, to like, you have to decide he's completely full of crap the whole way. That's yeah. the only way you could ever hero right. with a worse hand. Yeah, and it's hard to be full of crap pre-flop with right. Ivy, Dwan, and Ellie in the pot already. Like, Ellie never folds. Yeah, not usually getting through. Yeah, so that's another reason why, yeah, I mean, like, this is just, it's, it's just, as you said, remedial yeah. fold for Dwan. All right. Well, that was that. That's a weird pot. It's a really weird hand. I'm excited to make the video. All right, let's do it. Okay. Okay.